Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the owl baby. Throughout the autumn, I had been watching the owls in the pines on the edge of the meadow. Their great size and characteristic ear tufts told me they were great horned owls, one of the most widely distributed birds in North America. They are often seen during the day, perched high up on a tree, watching and listening to the land. I had first been alerted to their presence not by seeing them, however, but by hearing the racket made by a flock of crows engaged in mobbing a predator. I could see the crows diving at something up in the pine tree, screaming and squawking. When I finally located the base of the pine in question, I found the ground around it littered with owl pellets, those little wads of regurgitated fur and bones that tell you that an owl has been perched above. Persistent watching over the next week finally earned me the sight of the owl itself, watching me. Winter came, snow covered the meadow and the forest floor, and I continued to watch the owls and listen for their characteristic calls. By mid-January, an owl was sitting full-time on her nest near the top of the pine, so I knew she had laid her eggs and that the month-long incubation period had begun. Judging by the increasing debris around the base of the tree, it was clear the male was keeping her well-fed. Nearby, I even discovered wing prints in the snow that looked like spread-out fingers scraping the surface of the snow on either side of an indentation in the snow's crust, showing where the owl had captured an animal with its talons, its wing tips brushing the surface of the snow as it lifted off into the air. The owl babies would hatch by mid-February, and by mid-April they would themselves be flying through the woods and over the meadow. I wished I would be able to see one of them in April. The owl is one of the earliest animals ever depicted in religious iconography. In Egypt, the owl was the hieroglyph for death. Owl ruled the realm of the dead sun, the sea of darkness through which the sun must travel each night. Thus, the owl also symbolized wisdom and oracular powers gained from the netherworld. To the Celts, the owl was sacred and magical, called the night hag, or the wise woman of the night. The Romans called the owl Strix, meaning witch or sorceress, the one with the power to transform things. The owl was the totem of Athena, Greek goddess of wisdom and death. The Sumerian goddess Lilith, Adam's first wife, was also called the owl. The owl was not just a death goddess— Material evidence from prehistoric times depicted the owl also as the great birth-giving mother. Thousands of owl goddess figurines have been found that feature the owl's distinctive head with its round staring eyes on top of a woman's body with prominent breasts and vulvar triangle. Her earrings and necklace proclaim her to be a goddess. These owl figurines were covered with painted and inscribed chevrons, diamond shapes, triangles, and undulating lines, all universal symbols of the great goddess who gives life and ends life. One day in April, I realized I could no longer see the owl mother's head above the rim of the nest. The owl babies must have fledged and could now be flying around this very woods. I hoped I would see one, but for the next week the owls were silent and invisible. 
Then one morning as I was walking along the path, something made me turn my head. And there, perched on a maple sapling, about twelve feet away, sat an owl baby. It had a helmet of light-colored feathers and black beak, and its golden eyes watched me, blinking now and then, as it shifted its gaze away from me and back to me again. I don't know how long I stood there looking at the owl as it looked back at me. I was enchanted. Everything seemed like a blur revolving around the bright center, which was the owl baby. My owl blessing. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley. 